0: Capitalism and like individualism We've got to the point where If you have money you can shape the world The way you exactly want and you don't Really have to listen yeah. To people you don't want to listen to mm-hmm. Especially when you have money because just like you're going to tell me what I have to do, Yeah. you know what? You just won't come to my party. Mm-hmm. I will just hang out with my friends that think yeah. just like I do, mm-hmm. and we can go all have fun in our own areas. Yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, and I'm back in another episode. I'm not my my <laughs> host but I'm with... Suleiman Jaffer. Mm. You know, before we start, what does that name mean?
1: Oh, are we going to start unpacking that? hmm All right, so uh, Suleiman means man of peace. It comes Mm -hmm. from an Aramaic or Hebrew Mm -hmm. name, Shalomo or Mm Solomon. It's pretty much the same. Solomon is Greek. Uh, Shalomo is the Hebrew version of it. Uh, Suleiman is the Arabic and Aramaic version of it. So, a man of peace. I am a man of peace. (laughs) But we're about to talk about war. uh, That's (laughs) uh,
0: that's pretty ironic. That's pretty ironic. You know, Solomon Hugh. You've been one of the more interesting people that I've met in my time in this university, where I'm supposed to be learning about like things and stuff of that nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like you look at the world completely different than a lot of people, a lot of my classmates, a lot of my peers, for a few reasons. One, I know since you've like lived multiple lives. Mm-hmm. Two, you try to like force yourself to like expand no matter what type of area you are in, right? Mm-hmm. So it's lead it has led you to a place of like. Not really like an old man, like wise, like being an old wise man type of thing, but it's mm-hmm. a very much I feel like your energy is more of like a calm before the storm in every single aspect of it. Right. So let's let's go from the beginning. Let's go from the beginning. What shaped you as your time as a kid to make you so like open and just so understanding of everything around you?
1: In the beginning. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Who was it? Was it Mugabe or was it uh, the South African? Yeah, in the beginning. I was born in uh, Ethiopia, in Mm -hmm. the capital of Addis. Um, uh, Growing up, when I was five, I already moved to uh, Yemen, which is my parents' uh, place, my mom's. Um, grandparents my mom's uh, family live in Yemen so um, I moved there to kind of learn the language to get to know my culture for a little while mm-hmm. then I moved on and I moved to um, Israel oh wow. learn the language and then moved back to Ethiopia why'd you keep moving uh, at first it was uh, some unrest started in Yemen so we just like Went to the neighboring country
0: as a young like child, like living in that. Did you feel like anything was wrong? Like, did you were you able to like peep that things were going on?
1: Um, I mean, uh, I I remember it. That's all I can do, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember it, but there's no comprehension to it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, ah, oh, things are it's happening. Pretty cool, yeah. Like you get to see the Red Sea, You get to see, uh, uh what do you call it? The, Uh, Indian Ocean, Mm -hmm. pretty nice. Um, And also in Israel, there's a big population of Ethiopian Jews. So, like, it didn't feel like an outside place. Oh, okay. It just felt like uh, a desert part of Ethiopia, basically. So, it was not bad. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. But continue.
1: Uh, And then I moved back to Ethiopia. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's where I spent most of my life uh, in Shashamane. You ever heard of Shashamane? I have not. What is that? Shashamane, bring it. Ethiopia, you don't know that song?
0: Bro, Oh, you gotta listen to that song. (laughs) Don't even do that. Don't do that.
1: It's a a Rastafarian destination. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of uh, to explain what Shashamane is like. Mm -hmm. So basically, the king of Ethiopia, the last emperor of Ethiopia, king of the kings, Haile Selassie, if you heard of him, uh, he went to Jamaica during the time of drought. And oh, wow. right when he landed, coincidence, I guess, right when he landed, when he stepped his foot outside the airplane, it started raining. And some, some people, people were looking at him like a god, huh? Some people looked at him as a god. Uh, the fact that uh, Ethiopia was not colonized and he was able to defeat the Italians the second time uh, and become part of the League of Nations at that time, right? League of Nations, now the UN, mm-hmm. um, the only African country and be able to stand up to the colonizers and the people who are calling him the N-word when he was doing speeches and standing up for black people, it kind of gave them that ideology of like, oh, he is the one, like he is Jah Rastafa. Jah means, you know, Jesus, God, Mm -hmm. uh, and that that associated with that. And his call, when he heard that, at first he, he, he said, hey, yeah, that's I am an emperor and mm-hmm. God put me here because like that's what emperors do, they justify the God. reason why yeah. they're ahead, yeah. Yeah, and he said everybody come to Ethiopia. Uh, you are welcome to come here all the descendants of slaves in the Caribbeans, in the Americas, everywhere wherever you are, you can come back and we can give you land. And the people who listened to him were what we call now Rastafarians under the name Rastafari. Uh, Rastafari is his first name, and they call themselves Rastafarians. And they come to Ethiopia, he give them a land, and that land is Shashamani. And to this day, there's a big population of Rastafarians there. It's very spiritual community. Um, they are kind of Eastern philosophy of b- black people, I would say. Uh, they're very passive, they're uh, vegans, Uh, some of them are vegetarians Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they grow everything out god gave us All of this, too. Wasn't
0: one of their rules, like, they can't really um, harm anything?
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they don't, like, they smoke ganja, but, like, for ceremonial and religious purposes. They Mm. don't smoke ganja like we do, but (laughs) you know what I
2: mean?
0: (laughs) I feel that. Um, I feel
1: that. And, uh, yeah, they kind of follow Eastern philosophy as well as uh, a very um, straightforward pan-African movement as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Pan African Movement is, um, you know, uh, the independence of Africa and bringing back the slave descendants from uh, wherever they are to Ethiopia and to reunite.
0: Do you think that ever get to that point?
1: Um, I don't think so. But how come? (laughs) I mean i'm here i I lived in ethiopia i lived in the u.s i like Mm. the u.s (laughs) there's so much opportunities okay i've been making money i'm like i like it here so Mm -hmm. and i can't like i can talk about there's free speech here Mm freedom of expression um i don't think we'll we'll get to that anytime soon but i do believe we'll get to our version of that because i don't really believe uh if you unpack democracy um, it is not universal
0: okay it's not also,
1: universal uh, i mean like in,
0: ha- in in the context of like between each individual their own demo- like their own freedoms are like different uh
1: yeah like without unpacking it this is how i'm going to put it every society mm-hmm. has their own values and philosophies in life mm-hmm. and uh, trying to apply Western philosophies to Eastern or to uh, Africa, whatever it is, it's not gonna fully uh, stand and work because in the name of democracy, we still have tyranny. And you know, so like I feel like we will like in our time when we are out of poverty, mm-hmm. we will come up with something that's gonna work for us. Mm-hmm. Until then, we're just gonna fight for the next day and mm-hmm. eat food from hand to mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's actually a very interesting point when you were talking about uh, trying to implement different philosophies to different places. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with America, well, at least like the Western wor- world, <laughs> there's a heavy emphasis on individualism. Yeah. In con in the context of the Eastern philosophy, where it's uh, communalism Commun- and, stu- yeah. and stuff of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of interesting because I feel like individualism mm-hmm. doesn't like work really because it's like i feel like one of the reasons why everyone is so like depressed and sad now is because of like the forceful individualization wow i cannot speak (laughs) (laughs) just the heavy emphasis on themselves and themselves being the only thing that matters right and i feel like that detachment from um a society and the people is what really drags us down in the long term for for a few reasons one, I feel like even if you had all the money and the time and the space and all that stuff, you will still want to be in contact with people. Mm-hmm. but with like the with the emphasis of like money, for example mm-hmm. um we we have used money as a way to like detach ourselves from people like for example, you don't have to be friends with like the barista mm-hmm. at Starbucks; you can just have your Ear, uh, your headphones in and you just tell them what you want give them the money and just like move or for mm-hmm. another example like how McDonald's has like the you can just walk to like little kiosk and you can like order your food and then they'll call you and grab your food and go off mm-hmm. but you do not have to have an interaction with anybody mm-hmm. if you do not want to right um, there's this other study uh, they did where they they had people in a taxi, right? Yeah. They had people. They had poor people in the taxi, middle class people, and then rich people in the, ta- in the taxi. Mm-hmm. And with the higher up, uh, with the more money that the people have, mm-hmm. the less likely that they were able, they were going to either interact with the people that are in the taxi yeah. or the the driver that was driving them anywhere. They didn't yeah. feel like they didn't need to the more money that you had made, yeah. or the the less money that they assumed that you had. In the context of the status of everyone else in the car, they didn't really feel the need to have to even interact with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I find myself in the same predicament as well. Um, Coming from a very social um, way of life, Mm -hmm. uh, let's call it that, like, I was in the public most of the time. I do a lot of hosting back home. I do wedding decorations and host the weddings and kind of emcee them most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew a lot of people, and whenever I'm in Shashaman, even if I go now, a lot of people recognize me, say hi. I would Really? Conver- yeah, I would go have conversations with them. Um, and that's the kind of life I was living, even though I was, like, what, 16, 15? Mm-hmm. Like, I knew a lot of people, and that was, like, my way of life. I had that social butterfly uh, mentality where, okay, I'm going to go talk to people and learn more from them like I'm always trying to learn new things and just keep asking yeah. questions Make sure and move, then move a little bit. Um, I came here I came to the U.S. and I find myself like becoming slowly introverted uh, anti-social and if I can avoid interactions with people I can avoid them like I can see myself doing that as well
0: just going out your way to yeah exactly interact. yeah how does that shape the way that you like think um, Wait, do you feel like everyone around you is, like, just dumb? Is that why you're you trying to, like, limit the amount of interaction? Because, like, me personally, I hate <laughs> having conversations with dumb people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, let's say I'm at, like, a table with, like, other people that they're, like, talking, right? And, like... The con like their their conversations that they're having is not that the the what they're talking about is dumb <laughs> it's just like the way that they're talking about it is just dumb yeah. from the miss the misrepresentation of the facts <laughs> from the glossing over of like context <laughs> just like different things of that nature where it gets to me and i'm like you're not even having an actual conversation you're you're butchering this interaction that you're having right now so no i'm not going to interact with you because bro you're an idiot <laughs> um
1: like For me, I don't know how to explain it, but like there's definitely a line, like Mm -hmm. there's definitely a line where you're like, oh, look at the fact right here. Dr. Google says this, Mm and you're saying this, and you still want to be like, uh, what do you call it, Uh, just a... you know, j- just for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. you're just going to keep arguing with me. I'm mm-hmm. not, not going <laughs> to respond to you. I'm just going to stay silent Cause, most of cause the time.
0: Because now yeah. if I hit you, now now I'm the bad guy, right? <laughs> yeah. But I don't
1: really judge them. Like, I have mm-hmm. friends that do that all the time. We'll mm-hmm. be sitting there having conversation and all of a sudden, like, topics of politics, topic of uh, some, uh, you know, not opinions, but more facts based opinions matter at they will start arguing i just like sit there and watch them mm-hmm. uh, but in terms of like something i don't agree with i i like listening to something i don't agree with a lot of people get mad at me for saying that sometimes i like so? huh like i mean i'll sit there and watch a an, uh, one hour lecture of um, uh what a Donald trump mm-hmm. ranting about america i would i would watch that mm-hmm. i would i would watch um something like the values like, like i don't agree with andrew tate but i'm gonna see what books is he reading to conclude what he's talking about and i'm gonna watch him doesn't mean like i'm gonna side with him so i would never side sometimes it does affect me but i never side with any side i just mm. i just like to you know it's just, like a tennis watch. Watch, just, you just, know, back just, just. and forth, back oh, god. And forth
0: oh, yeah. god, oh god you know that's, that's actually pretty pretty interesting how, how has your way that you see politics here been shaped from your time as a child soldier?
1: Uh, can you kind of clarify that question a little bit like,
0: more? Do you, okay. How do you see the way people interact with like the government and mm-hmm. the economy and things of that nature yeah. from your own perspective, being the fact that you had to like fight for yeah. freedom and stuff of that nature mm-hmm. and go into detail on, on your time as a soldier?
1: Okay. Uh, I I would say uh, now sitting here and thinking about it compared to when I was young and did not know anything, I have no real sense of what values I should uphold. Mm -hmm. It's a lot different of what I think of what, you know, what I was involving in at that time, it's like freedom, um, like I'm going to fight for my people, my dad, my everybody, mm-hmm. and they got me mad, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I, like I used to get mad very easily, so, mm-hmm. you know, it was easy to get to me. Um, but in terms of like picking up a weapon and doing things, I never really um, got involved in any of it. Most of it was me doing intelligence most of the time how did you um, just, get
0: into wait how did you get into it first off?
1: I knew a lot of languages, and I can talk to people okay and all I had to do was just be a scout a scout as a scout as areas where we could do ambush attacks, you could do um um like a inside woods kind of ambush attacks from like top of uh, trees, mm-hmm. or you could do like block out area parameters and have, uh, if I don't draw it out, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you know, finding those areas where you could uh, trap enemies, because like we don't have the capacity to fight at full strength. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is bring advantage to your home turf. Right? And that's what we were doing. Um, and then just uh, first aid treatments, mm-hmm. like you just like, oh, okay, uh, I don't have any gas to wrap this around with. Let me just put this on. Uh, how am I going to avoid snake bites? How mm. can I do this? How can I do that? Like things like that, just mm-hmm. like really small things. They wouldn't let you take weapons and do anything, even though you practice doing that. So you, you would practice, you know, like you're just... Holding gun on the ground, <laughs> crawling and shit, but none of it really um, is applicable uh, mm. for us at that time. Um, when uh, I look at it now, in terms of like the money, the politics, and the things that are going on back home, I realize that uh, even though we there are things that we didn't agree with and mm. that we wanted to fight against, but the things that we wanted to fight against and the thing that got us mad. Are artificial. What do you mean? What I mean is that somebody wants us to fight. I'm not gonna be, sit, sit here and play the blaming game, but somebody wants us to fight because when one thing stops, another one starts. And when one thing stops, another one starts. That's what's been happening. So uh, when I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. I, or sixth grade, I think. Um, uh, I can't recall, like, you know, years, like, date, like, mm-hmm. 2017, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we live in a whole different, um, like, calendar, calendar Yeah, there. it's a different and calendar. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm not going to stay here and do math, yeah. but uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, it started with uh, representatives, so they started, like, firing imams. Like, imams are not hired. <laughs> what's, what's that? So, Imam means a religious leader. It's like a pastor of a.
0: Uh, oh, okay. The yeah, they yeah. start
1: firing uh, Imams.
0: Like firing, as in, like, you don't have your job no more?
1: Yeah, like, uh, you're you no longer Imam, we're gonna hire our own people. And then they start doing that, and they start putting, like, cabinet, uh, what do you call them? Um,
2: cabinet members? Uh, like yeah,
1: cabinet members, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing here, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, they basically put those people as imams. They don't know anything about the religion very well. Like, you'll see them at uh, Shisha Lounge uh, yesterday, and today (laughs) they are, on Friday, they're doing, like, um, you know, their own thing, like Mm -hmm. trying to talk about Allah, (laughs) you know. And people were very against that, and they protested. Um, Mostly it was peaceful protest, and they uh, put together a committee that can go to the, like, what happened with that was a lot of people start protesting. We sent a committee there. They arrested the committee and then called them, oh, you guys are trying to start an Islamic government and terrorize the people here, which is so <laughs> messed Wait, what, what up. Is, what does that our mean? Our country is not even like that. Hmm?
0: What do you mean? You're trying to start an Islamic
1: Yeah, uh, Islamic uh, government. Mm. You guys are trying to start Islamic government, copy-paste of what, uh, like, the Western world does to uh, the minority Muslims. Mm-hmm. And Ethiopia is not known for that anyway, so we kind of are balanced. We have, uh, you know, a majority Christian nation, mm-hmm. and, but we're, like, 42%. 62 is out in, so yeah, 62 is Christian, 42 is Muslims, and then we have Jews. Um, So, the forty-two and what? You don't need to do the math. I'm I'm um, a math person. Like yeah, eight percent or so. Yeah. 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 Something like that. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, um, it's not really applicable kind of thing. It was Mm -hmm. very hysterical. People laughed at that and demanded the people to come out. It took four years for the government to let them out. And right when that's settled, from uh, of, uh, jail. Uh, j- prisons, and okay. And it's not like a normal prison. There are special prisons for that. Like, you know, they wh- when they don't agree with you politically, you're going to go into these dark cells where you are tortured every single day. Your eyes are always covered, even though it's a dark, cold room. You don't see sunlight at all the entire time you're underground. <sighs> what and, that does to the body yeah. is crazy. And they will, like, tie... On your balls, they will tie a one-liter water bottle. Yeah. And they'll just beat you up. And you move a little. Yeah. Just thinking about yeah, it, right? No, that's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's just cruel as hell. Mm-hmm. They were doing that to just random, like, I wouldn't call them random, but, like, you know, these are random citizens that we selected to go mm-hmm. be a committee. And when that kind of settled down. Were the were, down, were the
0: committee members, like, kind of forced to push a different type of, like, agenda
1: uh they actually made a a documentary okay they at gunpoint they were telling them what to say like a script are you trying to start islamic government in this country yes like they're literally tied and they had to like you know confess to that and made a propaganda documentary like, you would think it's China or, like, <laughs> North Korea and not Africa. They were doing all of that. Mm-hmm. But people already knew that because it got leaked. One, one person, I don't know who it was, but in the middle of the night at, like, 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., they leaked some of the deleted footage of them be- forcing them to do it. Oh, wow. So people okay. were like, you know, it's called ETV, Ethiopian Television. <laughs> it means, like, you thieves, liars. Oh, wow. That's kind of what it means. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started. But once, like, the government settled that thing down, another group starts protesting, uh, the Oromo group mm-hmm. start protesting, and it got violent really quick. Then once that's, like, slowing down, In the Tigray region, another conflict starts and um, Eritrea gets involved in, Mm -hmm. and a whole fight happens. That settles down again in the Oromia region. Shit starts to happen. Uh, Just, yeah, it keeps going and going and going. Later on, I learned that like the guerrilla groups or like opposition parties or um, anyone that is willing to start a conflict with the government or with the people is funded by egypt through uncle sam and oh wow yeah well, what do are, you mean by that funded so one of the, the two reasons one is economic mm-hmm. and the second one is just helping a, an ally which is egypt egypt mm-hmm. kiss yes, uncle sam ass mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know> that. <laughs> hey that's another conversation yeah, so, continue um before all of this, uh, I think I was in third grade or so. Like I remember um, uh, starting the unthinkable project. They did. Uh, they were creating this huge. What's that? Dam, on the Nile River. Eighty mm. percent of the Nile River starts in in uh, Ethiopia. Yeah because we're at a very high Mm -hmm. area, like a high elevation. Ethiopia and Kenya, Uganda area is a very highland area in the equator, which is the best uh, temperatures in the whole of Africa. You'll find that there, like the genetic diversity um, uh, in terms of plants, in terms of uh, animals, Mm -hmm. is pretty dope there. Um, So they started building a dam from funded by who? By by the people themselves. So okay. So, like the government, there was this uh, very smart ass dude. I know, like he's he's kind of trash in a way because like <laughs> what whatever gets in his way, he will destroy it. But he's How, a um, forward looking man. Yeah, like yeah, He's yeah. the dictator, but oh, yeah, he's a dictator, but like for his people, like you know, he was. He's with it his people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just don't go against him. He will fight for you kind of person. Mm -hmm, It's called mm -hmm. Melesi Nawi. Um, His tactic, he personally designed the dam. Okay. And uh, most of the electricity that comes to Ethiopia, the energy consumption is from outside that we buy. uh, And we have uh, really small dams here and there. But with the Nile River, because it is the life of Egypt, we were scared to do anything about it. We could have uh, gotten so much energy for the country and more.
0: Mm -hmm. So, If you're uh, able to, like, be able to hone the power mm -hmm. of the Nile, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I think... uh, They write stories and religions over that. Yeah, like 80,000 megawatts, like, a year is, like, generated from that dam. It hasn't started yet, and they were going to build three or four artificial uh, lakes, for biodiversity and do a lot of things. One
0: of the main, main. Would uh, they be able to make like all of Africa safari, a safari? A safari? Uh, I'm with not that type sure. of water?
1: Uh, uh, not really.
0: Really, um, they wouldn't be able to fix deserts.
1: They probably will. Like it's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm Nile saying. Nile. Yeah. Like okay. it comes from Congo. It comes from Sudan. It comes, like there's the White Nile, the Black Nile, and the Blue Nile, mm-hmm. and then it merged together to go to Egypt. The nile river Mm -hmm. so that's a lot of water yeah the black nile comes from ethiopia and from ethiopia why it's called the black nile is because it takes fertile soil with it from ethiopia that's one thing that's like is that destroying yeah that's that's really bad yeah and that's the reason why um egypt was able to create whatever they created to this day Mm -hmm. is because they can grow food around the banks of nile Mm -hmm. if you can see the map of their civilization right now at this point you will see green and very populated area around the nile and then boom desert everywhere else Mm -hmm. so that's a a lively lively matter for them Mm -hmm. even though the like the fertile Soil comes from us. They see it as okay. This is a God given gift this to us. This is the us way. Yeah, this no, is the live. way God did it. And um, He wanted to is build that, a dam.
0: Is that part of? Oh, and He wanted to uh, cut off all like the water from actually Not all the water. But.
1: Uh, Whatever
0: they deemed amount yeah. they want to cut off from them. Yeah,
1: it doesn't cut that much according to him. It doesn't cut Ugh. any water from them. Mm-hmm. It only generates the water and then leaves it their way. Okay. But the main part is the fertile soil, yeah, and yeah. he's taking it back and distributing it all across Ethiopia so that people that can grow crazy. food. Crazy. Yeah. So that's what he's been doing, and that's the, his goal. So he thought. If I can get this uh, built, usually African leaders, like, when they need funding, they go to the Swiss Bank and Mm -hmm. take uh, out loans. Or they would, like, get aid funding from the Western world or China and build that dam. Mm -hmm. But this time around, he's like, oh, okay, if some Western uh, contractor does the job here, like, our people are not willing to defend it. If something would happen to it, or plus, like the you know Western agenda will take over on this, like on the side, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he said, "Okay, what I have to do is make the people pay." So government bonds, people donating a lot of money. The rich Ethiopians are donating a lot of money. The poor ones are buying bonds or uh, sending like twenty whatever pid, they can, whatever they just can. whatever they can. And now. There's a a sense of, like, ownership to every Ethiopian. (sighs) So once the dam is built, they know they can get that bond money back. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. he kind of economically tied Mm. them to it, and now they are willing to die for it. Yeah, real quick,
0: real quick. Other than Nigerians, the only people that are just as prideful as us... It
2: has to be
0: Ethiopians. It literally has to be Ethiopians, because the amount <laughs> of pe- the amount of Ethiopians that I know that will really be like, nah, bro, I'm not no ho. You're not gonna do this to me. Type of yeah. type of energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one thing I always respect out of all Ethiopian folk. The definitely. way they're able to just stare with their chest. But definitely,
1: continue. definitely. Uh, but yeah, that will cause that caused a lot of friction. Sudan and Ethiopia, uh, Sudan and Egypt, do not want us to build this dam. Mm. Uh, as you heard, Trump, Trump said, oh, they're gonna blow up the dam like once it's finished they will see the effect of it in less than a year and they will they'll blow it up i mean yeah like uh. that's what america wants too mm-hmm. so they know egypt cannot like but stand this, a, a fight again like if they, if it's like no one involved ethiopia versus egypt we will win <laughs> we, <laughs> we kicked out the italians in 1915 or something like that we kicked out the italians in the 1930s again and we were not colonized we we kicked uh, uh, rome's butt in the like 1700s mm-hmm. 1600s mm-hmm. we were able to destroy them rome mm-hmm. and so like th- there is a pride in, that comes with it and like that warrior mentality you would have to just kill yeah. all of us over this <laughs> like we are the second most populous um country in africa after Nigeria, of course. We're like 110K, uh, I mean, a million, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. 10K. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like probably triple the population of Egypt. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's over for them. Oh, wow. Unless they get aid from the United Others, States.
0: Other countries and stuff like that. Would yeah. the U.S. want to step in? Would they, the, they would.
1: They, they would? Like yeah. immediately? Egypt <sighs> played a big part in creating um, uh, Israel with the u.s yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like uh, egypt was the first country to announce and accept uh, let alone like you know not western countries none of that egypt the ones that were fighting in jordan against them uh, supporting the palestinian government oh wow those are the people that first recognized israel as a country Mm -hmm, mm because they had a puppet government back then Mm -hmm. uh, before the arab spring but that's, uh, that's a whole new topic. Like, no, yeah, no, to. most definitely, most definitely. But yeah, like Ethiopia weakened and divided is the best way to weaken them and take advantage of that dam or destroy it and mm. not get any kind of uh, response to it. Um, and that's that's what's ha- have been happening. Um, I uh, remember watching uh, the parliament um during the Arabic Spring, they arrested his ass. He's like a uh, Muslim Brotherhood party. You ever heard of that?
0: No, I have not. What is uh, the, what is Ma-
1: that? I think it was... Wait. Was it Muhammad Morsi of Egypt? I think so. I have yeah, heard that he name. He got arrested I've and died in prison.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard that He name. wants
1: to start a, like, uh, what do you call it? Islamic government in, in Egypt, even though mm-hmm. it's a democracy. Why, why is that so bad? Because it's bad because the the egypt people think egypt is a muslim country but there's coptic christians there's orthodox christians
0: in that mm. country that
1: they bad
0: that just doesn't even represent the country to just make it yeah. if they were to do that
1: like as a muslim i can tell you this most of muslim countries do not really represent the general muslim population unless uh-huh. it's Ma- malaysia or indonesia mm-hmm. but like those not, are fine mm-hmm. like the the arab world they want to like you know how like uh they use the constitution to kind of work around and suppress people in mm-hmm. africa they use islam as a way to like you know so like it's the, yeah, it's, it's the butchered version yeah the butchered version of the uh, quran so, uh, like where in the quran does say women's shall not drive <laughs> saudi arabia listen brown <laughs> uh, what uh, crown prince salman when does it say that
0: oh you wow know? <laughs> They're not gonna let me post this In, in their country They're just gonna <laughs> just just Yellow ban me real quick That's just what they'll do Fuck you I it. go
1: for uh, What do you call it uh, The Hajj I can't even say the word How do you say the word You know When Muslims go Hajj It's not yeah.
0: Oh the Pilgrimage Say it again Pilmer. Wow you, Now I can't say it Pilgrimage hill Pilmer. <laughs> Wow. Pilgrimage. Mm.
1: Pilgrimage.
0: That's right? just wrong. <laughs> that is just <laughs> wrong. Hold English on.
1: sucks, man. Talk to me in Amharic, Arabic, uh, Oromo, or Hebrew.
0: Pil- Pilgrimage. 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 Yeah. Fucking dick. I go there, and <laughs> there,
1: the next thing you know, I never come back. Mm-hmm, like, no, respectfully? <laughs> Bring him personally uh, to me. Uh. I heard the, the dojo podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was in DC
0: <laughs> and I went to like the Saudi Arabian like uh, embassy, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> people told me like, oh yeah, no, the rules in their crib is the same rules on that embassy. So yeah. move correctly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I thought they was bullshitting. No, this this is true. For real as
1: well. It's serious like um, the but most that's people, what you're yeah. saying <laughs> yeah the most people that, that like hate them are like mostly muslims actually <laughs> literally like you know america's buddy buddy with them like mm-hmm. most of the western world is because they have the that, oil That got nice bro yeah, i don't they want to move tell you man they gas man mm-hmm. they move gas so yeah like we know the real value of islam and what kind of values they have and how they exploit the name of islam into uh, tyranny mm-hmm. so yeah that's why we don't like them. Mm. Um, I don't know how I got there, but yeah, <laughs> that's why it's bad. Like uh, the way we live life, even in Ethiopia, is we, there has not been any kind of uh, hate towards religion um, because of religion. I I grew up going to the neighbors when we're celebrating uh, like our version of Christmas and Easter and. Like, they will prepare halal food for us or so we'll eat with them. And when we have holidays, they will come, you know, eat with us. When we have weddings, we'll, like, if it's a Muslim wedding, we'll invite someone who is Christian to say, you know, like, th- to do the Christian way. Mm-hmm. The Ethiopian Orthodox Church is its own category of uh, church, which mm-hmm. has its own kind of, uh, I wouldn't say its own kind of teaching, but, yeah, it's not the Eastern Orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. It comes from the Coptic line of um, through Jerusalem to Egypt to uh, Ethiopia. So
0: is yeah. that kind of like the reason why people say um, Christianity is not a white man's religion? Because yeah. doesn't most of it mostly come from Ethiopia as well? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. Ethiopia, when it comes to um, religion, especially with Judaism, uh, Christianity, the Abrahamic religion, mm-hmm. and Islam, there has no like, Western influence to it. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, with Judaism, there were Judas people already, like, they used to call themselves the burnt Israelites. Like, Ethiopians used to call themselves (laughs) the lost tribe of Israel because Mm -hmm. the line of Sheba. I don't know how authentic that story is, but that's what... That's what they believe. Yeah, you You know, Queen Sheba. What? She, you know... Can you cuss on this the podcast? I mean, uh, live your best yeah, life, gang. She, uh, d- uh, you she was, know, she was with the... Yeah, then, yeah, she was with the... Yeah. Yeah. The baby was... Uh, his name is the mm-hmm. First, And that's how the Ethiopian line came to be, uh, according to... I would call it mythology because I have not... Um, I mm. learned it in a history class, but I,
0: really? like, I am That's inclined insane. not That's <laughs> insane. That is insane. <laughs> I'm inclined
1: not to believe.
0: No, uh, a, but, yeah. Have, what's, have, just from your own experience, what's the difference between, quote-unquote, like, uh, American Christianity and, like, Ethiopian Christianity?
1: Oh, uh, one of the main parts, I would say, uh, like, I'm not an expert at it, but I've been to, I grew up around the church a lot, mm. so, um I would say one of the main things is that it's pretty similar to Islam than it is to Christianity. Yeah. They fast. Right now, actually, they're fasting. It's kind of a vegan type of fasting, but Mm -hmm. it starts, like, when you start your day, you don't eat. It depends on, like, if you can do it till 12, not eat till 12, you can do that. If you can do it till sundown, you can do it. But depending on the level of, uh, you know, your capability Mm -hmm. you can fast without food water as long as you can throughout the day but uh, for that 55 days that you're fasting you are going to not eat any animal product not eat any oily stuff and eat fully vegan for that Mm -hmm. time and they pray like we do they bow their heads to the ground just like jesus did as well um they follow the full book of um christianity like everything there is and it was translated not from the greek but it was translated from the hebrew bible Mm -hmm. it's not from aramaic to hebrew to greek back to uh hebrew like the bibles that you have now they go from greek and then the rest is gone and then back to greek right because like if you know this is i think authentic story i learned in class in my theology course where um uh, the Hellenization era? like That, mm-hmm. that, 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 that era? Uh, explain to
0: the people that don't know.
1: Oh, so Hellenization era was uh, the Greek were dominant in their force. and They came to um, colonize most of the area of uh, the Middle East and Rome and areas that were very known to be, you know, like uh, valuable and are like treasure is like Uh, Jerusalem is Mm -hmm. one of them. And once they colonize that area, the uh, henification is basically turning turning you into uh, a Greek. So you would speak Greek, you would know uh, the language, customs, and things like that. And when they did that, the... the majority of jews did not fully immerse themselves in it but they knew the greek they knew their language they knew the customs but they still were holding on to their religion holding on to uh, their faith and traditions so they saw that they're like oh okay we want to follow their way okay. We want to be able to follow their way because it's a very strong tradition it's a very strong belief system that's beyond our comprehension and this will help us expand more and keep our people uh, with value. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they took, I think, 14 something like that people to Alexandria mm-hmm. uh, in Egypt and they locked them in rooms, like okay. single rooms. They'll feed what? them. They'll
0: Why do they lock them in different rooms? Uh,
1: to uh, I'm about to get oh, to it. You know, okay, okay. So they told them to write The Bible, like these people are known to know the Bible very well in Hebrew Mm -hmm. and they know Greek. So they made them write Uh, and they gave them like 30 days. I I, I don't know the number. 30 days
0: to write the Bible?
1: Something like that. Oh, wow. We would have to look it up and Mm -hmm. see how many days they gave them. Uh, But they say that miraculously, uh, they all wrote the exact same thing and that's the greek bible that we're using uh, like the king james is translated from the greek like the new bibles are translated from the greek so that's the So greek there was bible. 12
0: folks that went and memorized mm-hmm. the whole bible mm-hmm. and they just they just was going just yeah. just vibing so they say like
1: a divine inspiration allowed um. them to write it in greek fully but you know it's good to be skeptical human human make errors um they but, were making no errors yeah. that's crazy so yeah but the ethiopian bible did not come from that line mm-hmm. plus they also claim that um they have the uh, the ark of uh what was it solomon for what the ark
0: like noah's ark, noah's ark. Oh, no, okay. no no
1: no no the Ark of Covenant. That's what I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, when I try to translate what I'm thinking in English, what what Ooh. language do you think in?
0: <laughs> oh, me? Oh, it's English. Yeah, no, I, th- oh, okay. I think I think in English. I was gonna ask you that since oh. you know so many languages. What do you think in?
1: Uh, it depends. Like okay. if I'm talking about like back home stuff, like uh, or uh, Orthodox Christianity, something that I learned in Amharic fully. Like, I would start to think in Amharic, and I'm like, I can feel um, it. Amharic? Think, Amharic. Um, yeah. I'm yeah, Amarinya. Mm. So I'm I start thinking Amarinya. Uh, in Amharic, it's called Amarinya. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in English, they call it Amharic. But, ah, yeah. okay,
0: okay, okay. That's accent. Okay, continue.
1: Um, but um, I, I can feel it in my head going like the thoughts are in Amarinya. But, oh, but,
0: wow. Is that irritating? Thinking, huh? Is that irritating? Like, yeah, when you are trying to, like, uh, explain yourself and actually, like, just speak, mm-hmm. the fact that you're just trying to, like, forcefully translating it, like, instantaneously. Yeah. Don't
1: you remember when I was emceeing? I was thinking in a different language, and it couldn't come out, so I was like, I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> 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 JJ, <laughs> cover me.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay, dude, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense, Yeah, no, because I know a lot of friends that have, like, they're good at, sp- not even good, they speak Spanish, <laughs> they're just Spanish-speaking people, mm-hmm. and it takes them a second to be like, wait. Does that have a translation? And then they have to like really sit and (laughs) think, what is the translation for this like uh, sentence? Mm -hmm. Because especially with like um, English, how like one word can mean like four different things. Yeah. But it can mean a hundred more different things based on the inflection of the way that you said each of the four different (laughs) ways to say it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nah. Definitely. Uh, language is not just uh, a way of communication. Language takes on tradition. Language takes on way of life, uh, philosophy, and values. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the values that we have, let's say the language of Arabic, mm-hmm. is not the same as English. So if I try to explain to you exactly word to word what Rumi, you know Rumi, the Persian uh, poet, okay. wrote in mm-hmm. Arabic, in English to you, you will not understand it because there is a certain level of expression from the culture that he comes from that does not align with the uh, English speaking uh, cultures. Mm-hmm. So it's like some things don't have meaning. Arabic has 40 different ways of saying um, a, a lion
0: like a lion?
1: Yeah, a lion, the animal lion. And
0: they don't Now have why would they have forty different ways to say a lion? <laughs> because the language is so That's, range that's just the way they that. speak. Okay, yeah. I feel it. And feel they it. have
1: like two hundred and fifty names for camels. That makes sense now to their tradition. Yeah. Right? It's like forty uh, two hundred something, two hundred and fifty something. Way of and each one of them mean different kind of camel. What kind of camel is she? You know, a gemel is like a, like a, full idea. How okay? Uh, and so yeah, it's different. And sometimes I don't have translation for it, and I'll be like, eh, "There's no word for it. <laughs> Leave me alone." Uh, I feel it. <laughs> you know? I feel. I feel. What
0: What are some philosophies that you hold that you like think about a lot?
1: Um, if you define yourself, um two of them one is like if you really like you know give definition to yourself you're limiting yourself from experiencing more things mm,
0: that's fair that's um, fair
1: and learning more things so i try to not define myself like um you know people will judge you within especially within african communities we have like you know our own way of like uh, what do you call it um uh, judging people in a way like oh wow he did this he did that oh he's my about god African moms? he's talking that's, to that's literally yeah. it uh, not just moms bro like I'm, <laughs> if you're talking to African moms we have them at st thomas too man maybe yeah, right? judging you calling you coon and everything it's, like hey, that hey, i'm hey. like leave me alone <laughs> i'm just
0: being you know me we will we will hit that we'll hit that yeah. but um you know what ah the the identification of a person Mm -hmm. as like a singular thing Mm -hmm. has always been so interesting to me because it's like I feel like that's what sends people down like the wrong hole Mm -hmm. for a few reasons one there's so much more to a person and there's so much less Mm -hmm. to a person and I feel like people don't be peeping that there's so much less to them I don't think they really understand how like finite and limited just who they are really is right yeah for for a couple examples, like, um, let's say you put yourself in just, like, you're an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day you get injured, and then that's just, like, you just can't be that athlete anymore. And now you're, like, killing yourself over the fact of who you once was. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because it's like, well, what, was that your job? No, you're literally just, like, playing in high school, right? Definitely. definitely. Interesting, right? Or let's say, like, they hold themselves to, like, a political position, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, like, oh, I'm a Democrat. So everything I believe is just, like, liberal ideologies, liberal thinking, yada, 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 yada. And then it leads them down the path of just, like, not thinking things all the way through because they're just, like, moving on the sole focus of groupthink, right? Mm -hmm. So their ideas tend to, like just melt away in favor of the grander scale of everybody else just telling them what they should or should (laughs) not even be thinking of right and i feel like that's so harmful because Mm -hmm. of like i feel like a lot of people are are they they could go so much farther than what they're allowing themselves to but they just don't want to really like tap into like the other sides of them
1: definitely yeah, I mean, been there, done that, and mm-hmm. it sucks. Like, you know, like holding on to some kind of identity and trying mm-hmm. to uphold everything that there is and limiting yourself from mm-hmm. experiencing other things and opening yourself up for more opportunities in life. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Like, I've struggled with the fact that I quit in track. Mm-hmm. Uh, it How was, was that? Of, uh, one of the hardest things I've done because a track opened up uh, a an outlet for me when I came to the United States. It's a very, very different and strange um, culture, and the culture shock was real. And track opened up an outlet, something I was really good at, breaking school records and, you know, like winning conference and sections kind of helped me I assert myself within society, and, and be you felt able like to make did you feel friends. did
0: you feel like you're special since you were winning all those things?
1: No, it's not feeling special. I felt like, oh, okay, I'm just Ethiopian. So the, my mindset is, I go, I go into it as like when people ask me like what's my times, I'll tell them like slowest times, go as an underdog, but like no, in my mind, I'm Ethiopian. I can run, this <laughs> shit. I can do. Right? So
0: it's yeah. not even the fact that that you even work hard for. Like no, bro, it's in my blood. I'm so sorry, bro.
1: Yeah, but I <laughs> I actually worked hard. Of course, lot, but, of course. Um, yeah, I had that non nonsense mindset.
0: Oh, one thing that I I really appreciate for my parents. Mm. So my okay, my mom and dad, they did the way that they just like taught me in life mm-hmm. is from two different type of spheres my mom made everything she tried she tried to like instill me the idea mm-hmm. that everything you must do mm-hmm. you must make the world think that it's just super easy it is smooth it is not hard at all you just wake up and that's just yeah. you for real you chilling all the time right yeah. and then my dad was always on the no you must work so ungodly hard to the mm-hmm. point where it's like you're working harder not smarter but you're still working so hard right mm-hmm. so it's so I kind of, like, put those two things together mm-hmm. where it's, like, you have to, like... You, you, of course, have to work hard, but you can't let the world know that it's hard, for real. Um,
1: uh, you can see it in a way where it's, like, oh, if uh, you can't let the world know how hard it is, like, they can't recognize how much effort you put into it because <laughs> that does kind of matter in a capitalist world. But, you know, if you're, if you're in a capitalist world, like, you know, fighting kind of... Um, Because it's like, yeah, we can we can sit here and talk about Eastern philosophy and letting go and not, you know, not caring about what other people think and Mm -hmm. just like doing your own thing and like internalizing your accomplishment. But in this kind of society where, you know, what you have done really does matter. And if Mm -hmm. you want to make it feel um, it's going to give you leverage to your future. You gotta sometimes brag, which I don't like, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, sometimes you gotta let them know how hard it is to get oh, there, like see, Kobe.
0: <laughs> see, no, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Of course, it's, okay, Um, I feel like it comes more from a place where it's like, people admire what is easy more mm-hmm. than they admire what is hard, mm-hmm. like. I feel like subconsciously everyone knows how much work it takes for you to, like, for example, play the piano, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't want to see you struggling. They want to see you going uh, see. and sitting at that piano mm-hmm. and going fucking crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what they, they're, like, striving for. Oh. That's how they know that mm-hmm. you're good at it. Mm-hmm. The fact that it looks so easy. That's what it's, thats what they're holding on to. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Now I think, yeah, now I understand. <laughs> yeah. perspective, yeah. I think, yeah. Make it look easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Make everything just, just
0: like look easy. Mm-hmm. Do you connect with people easy?
1: Uh, yes, I do. And no, I don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at the moment, I don't know why. I'm kind of uh, a little anxious here and there uh, mm-hmm. socially. Uh, slowly developed that. But um, uh, coming here, like not having any kind of mindset at all, just free and always out there. Like I was very open and trying to learn e- new things, trying to learn about people, and I can connect to people easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much anymore. Uh, either what, I'm just growing up, or I'm just like realizing the bullshit of Minnesotans. I guess.
0: What do you What do you mean by that? Uh,
1: like I feel like when I am out there trying to connect with people, I am not like I was oblivious to uh, the facade of people put out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Like kind of ties back into um, like that individual identity Mm -hmm. um, that we were talking about. Um, People have a strong sense of self and like what they think they are. And they actually, they act in a way, they act. They play a character. They say they play okay. uh, like we're in some sort method acting.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Of
1: what people think of us, mm-hmm. not even what we think. Uh, actually, no, no, no. What we think other people think what of that, us. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like we're kind of lost in method acting, right? It's mm-hmm. so like. We don't even know if people think of it that way. We're just thinking that they are thinking of us that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> See, you know that's the problem. And I, that kind of, like, you know, you can slowly th- start seeing through that facade and start learning, like, not everybody is your friend. Start learning that people are not really willing and open to, you know, you can go to... Uh, A market in Nigeria and really connect with someone about just one topic, and the next thing you know, you're having tea with their family like in the afternoon, right? Mm -hmm. You can't really do that here. I was still not, I was oblivious to all of that. Mm -hmm. I I didn't care. I was out there. It doesn't matter, white, black, Asian. I'm trying to learn your language. Come here. Mm -hmm. What are you? Like, you know, and here it's not really like that. People are very. Closed off, closed off, yeah. and they have like a, uh, like they have a certain mindset. They will play. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, you can say it's being themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like okay, like I'm gonna be this a closed off person, but I'm gonna do this and do this and do this, and just because I do this, others also are like this. Because okay, he's a surf bro. What does he do? He does this. He does this. He does this. That's that's his thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like like the is, is this real? I'm like I'm not sure. My high school was not really like that, but like <laughs> you know like uh, high school movies. There are the popular kids. There are the athletes. There are the nerds. There are the so, you know what I mean. Let, let me let me let
2: <laughs> the me yeah. Let, let yeah. me let
0: me kick some game. Let me kick some game. Uh, um, I feel like the high school like experience Mm. it's it differs it differs a lot especially Mm. depending on size Mm -hmm. and the area like geographically where you're at right like movies such as like do you know like how to say american pop like have you ever seen those like um teen movies that are like Mm -hmm. super big houses everyone's like od rich everyone's like people they seem like oh for example uh was like for example euphoria Mm -hmm. okay I feel like there is some schools that are like that, that are genuinely motherfuckers doing drugs, motherfuckers doing this, motherfuckers fucking all that shit, drinking, da da da, right? Yeah. And then when you compare that to like other areas, United States, then it's kind of it gets kind of different, right? Uh But oh, but with the hard cutoffs, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: there there are hard cutoffs when you are looking from the outside inward. But Mm -hmm. if you are in that group, it's not such like a hard cutoff. Because there's always, like, a few people per group that just, like, move around mm-hmm. with all of the... There's cool with, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. So there is that type of person where they're able to... That's, like, blending with all, like, the mm-hmm. supposed groups. Yeah. And, for example, with, like, a school like this, right? I It's actually pretty interesting. It's actually pretty interesting because of... I feel very... A lot of high school vibes when I'm, yeah. like, in a school... That's like,
1: why I was trying to bring it back to Yeah,
0: you. yeah, yeah. But it's more, like... I feel like it's because of we're interacting with so many people with so much money, mm-hmm. and like I was saying before in the car, when you, with capitalism and like individualism, we've got to the point where if you have money, you can shape the world the way you exactly want, and you don't really have to listen yeah. to people you don't want to listen to, mm-hmm. especially when you have money, because just like you're gonna tell me what i have to do yeah you know what you just won't come to my party Mm. i will just hang out with my friends that think just like i do Mm. and we can go all have fun in our own areas
1: yeah exactly Mm. which i don't like i don't like territorial people okay i don't like territorial people in a sense that okay yeah you want to do your own thing and not interact with me but just don't sit there and assume that i am this i'm this i'm this like I am more than that. Like, I've lived crazy ass life. I mm-hmm. have a crazy life story and mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot of things and I'm willing to experience more things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am, I, I could be a nerd but I could also be a cool ass dude like, mm-hmm. who, could, who is socially, mm-hmm. like, you know? Like, I could be with the hoes, you know? bro. Yeah, yeah I, could so be with I could you know. That's what I mean. Like, I could be a skater boy mm-hmm. but I could also be a spiritual nigga that mm-hmm. goes to church or that goes to the mosque and do things. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like there is a sense of like limiting labels that people still put. Like we are old, mm-hmm. you know. We own as, hell as old. Men. <laughs> uh, We're like, oh, he's this, she is that. Like that. That's that's like what I'm seeing now. Like it's like I'm so oblivious. I'm and telling that, you, I'm sh- so oblivious bro. to this. After five years, I'm realizing. Oh, this exists. Yeah, bro, that you know? that should be yeah. blowing
0: me. How people are still like doing that, like quote unquote territorial stuff, mm-hmm. right? But then I'm able to like look back at like um my high school, right, mm-hmm. and just realize that that like those borders that they try mm-hmm. to make between friend groups, mm-hmm. it it should have popped. Because the type of people that are hanging out today, if I if they would have told me that shit back in like my freshman year of high school, it was like, no, that's that's not real. That's that's the the ideas that you're having of these people are not real ideas. They're not yeah. held onto by like he's an athlete or like she's one of the like the uh, skinny pretty white girls. Like that doesn't really. That's not real. this these are all social constructs that you are forcing out people's throats yeah. to become this idea of the person that you want to see more than anything else.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my high school did not have skinny white girls, so <laughs> I can <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> it was like 80%. Uh, like, it, we had five uh, white people in my graduating class.
0: Oh, that wow. tells you everything that you need to know, you know. We, we had, uh, in my class... And there's, no, there was no one that was white. Actually, no, there was one. There was one girl. There was one girl. But she didn't, she didn't really count because she was, like, native. She was, like, native, and I think she was part Spanish, too. So it was like, does it really count? No, not really. But I
1: mean, Spanish people are white people are you talking about that's spain? another
0: conversation oh no 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 not like not not the spain folk oh. nah, 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 nah not, oh. Spani- not spaniards i'm talking about oh, okay um, like hispa- yeah, hispanic, yeah like hispanic you know? yes like, like, let's get
1: them. politically correct here man you don't want to <laughs> get canceled you know what that's that's
0: fair that's fair <laughs> motherfuckers motherfuckers check me on that shit too but hey uh, uh,
1: yeah i uh. mean <laughs> a spanish-speaking country like there is a african country i I'd be fan i be too. forgetting <laughs> no i
0: be forgetting bro whole time we are talking about the Dominican Republic but that's a whole other conversation <laughs> all right they y'all they say they're not black people they're, they're, they're latinos <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all if you made it this far leave a like a comment all that and we out